Well, hello there and welcome back to Nerd Podcast. That's Never Ending Retro Dialogue. I'm Jordan. I'm Doug. I just want to start off this episode before we get to talking about what we're going to talk about by talking about the awkward lunch we just had. <laughs> As this episode's airs eight, eight months after. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want, I want to remember what happened. Oh, yeah. We went to get sushi and um, there was a... What really should have been a private event, Yes, I would say, of realtors meeting, and they let us eat there for some reason, and the whole time it was just realtor talk. Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. We we won't name the realtor company, because I did, I did catch oh, who it was. I did not. Because, um, you know, I don't want to shame them. Yeah. But yes, shame on the establishment <laughs> for, for, I mean, they should have just, you know... Shut the place down? Yeah. Well, at the end, we found out the door was locked after we came in. Yes, that's true. Um, So, yeah, that was really weird. We learned more about the business than than we probably should have. We saw inside the biz. Yeah, we know how the sausage is made now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not pretty, folks. So, I just wanted to document that for the future. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we probably should just turn and walk out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, besides that, the the lunch was really good. Lunch was excellent, as it always is there. But sushi um, is good. The sushi is good. But yeah, yeah. Um, If you guys ever want tips on on how to uh, maximize your social media presence, yeah, uh, and how to give the the best service possible to your clients, I think we're we're qualified now. Qualified now. There's our second calling in life. Yeah. Third, third calling. Third calling. There we go. Because our first calling. Well, I, what's our first calling? Oh, oh crap! I don't know, man. Our I, second calling is the podcast. I think I'm on calling number twelve. Oh, I'm. I'm not sure. Me, me too. My calling changes daily. Yeah, there's. That's it. Uh, but yeah, so there we go. We we can help you get your foot in the door in the retail biz. That's right. So, never ending yeah. retail dialogue. Oh my gosh. Oh. We wouldn't have to rebrand nope, or anything. Nothing. Oh my gosh! See, they're, they're, we're thinking man, we're branching off. We're, we're branding. <laughs> so today we're gonna. It's kind of a sequel, kind of a spinoff. Kind of a spinoff. I like that. Yeah, yeah that's a spinoff. So if you have been listening to us, we previously did an episode on '80s cartoons, which was Radical, uh, and today tubular. tubular Chevy Nova. If you're a Ninja Turtles fan. Um, today we're going to be doing a spinoff of 90s cartoons. Yes. Now, um, I was not alive during the 80s cartoons, but I was alive for these cartoons for the most part. There we go. Some of them I missed by two years, but... Otherwise... Otherwise I was there. You were there. You were living it. I absorbed it. Yeah. But, you know, it's weird. We're going to have to get... Once we start talking about this, we're going to have to kind of dissect... I'd like to dissect the difference between the 80s and the 90s cartoons. Because they're very different. Oh, the animation style... The animation style is hugely different. Is is wildly different. Um, the just scripting um, is different. And some of them, yeah. The, the, the content, you can see a shift in some. Um, which we're going to talk about a couple of them. Um, so yeah, it, it's vastly different and you can see there's a few nineties cartoons that are, that you can tell are 
the big influencers for cartoons that you see at the turn of the new millennia yeah. and and what we know for some animation these days so it, it's it's very interesting um i as i started making my list so so what i did and as anyone who's listened to this show knows i love making my list and i have to categorize things um this one was pretty simple though i i started writing down all the 90s cartoons i could remember watching um whether I just watched a few or ones that I watched all the time. And there was a few that my dad and I always watched together, uh, which was fun. And then I decided to do a search after that and try to find, you know, a list of 90s cartoons. There was one, the one list was 90 cartoons that, you know, are not wildly, widely remembered. Um, and, and on one of, only one of them was one that... <laughs> I wrote down that I watched. The rest were ones that I had never either heard of or um, I just never watched for whatever reason. Yeah. There's one big surprise on here, though, that just that struck me as, as odd. But um, So, yeah, so uh, we, we talked about Batman the AMA series already. Right. I, I, anyone who's a fan of our podcast, and hey, we love you for it. <laughs> Um, knows that Batman Animated Series is the very first episode we did. It launched It the launched ship. what you hear right now, for good or bad. So yeah, so we're not going to spend any time on Batman. He was there. He's the best. There's uh, there's the X-Men, which yeah. I forgot to write on yeah, here. Yeah, we didn't talk about the we X-Men. We did not talk about the X-Men. Um, which, gosh, we got to write that down. They're bringing back. Which they are bringing back, yes. It's been... 20-something, 30 years, 30 years, and they are bringing it back as X-Men 97. So in X-Men time, it's only been five years. Correct. Yeah. Which is amazing. It's pretty interesting. We had the Night of the Sentinels on VHS. Mm-hmm. So we would watch that continuously. I don't I don't remember watching a ton of it in the 90s, but I watched the, the heck out of that tape. Yeah. it's It was one that... I loved him when I watched it. I don't remember. I don't know why I couldn't watch it all the time. But, I mean, obviously one of the most iconic theme songs, right? right. Leading into it. Anyone who remembers... Da, 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 yeah. I don't give it justice. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, X-Men, for me personally, although, man, as I'm looking on this list, I was about ready to say it's probably the second best one um, from the 90s, right behind Batman, but... Oh, we're about ready to start talking about some stuff that I really loved. So, uh, my my lovely wife one year for my birthday or Christmas got me um, a collection of the X Men animated series, and so I've uh, I've watched some of those from time to time and absolutely enjoyed it. But yeah, absolute iconic. I can't wait to see what they do with with the reboot, if you will, um, of the X Men. So, what are Oh, you know what? Let's get the other big one out of the way okay. first. The Simpsons. The Simpsons. So, look. <laughs> they're going to have their own episode, too. <laughs> Anything that has that much history, 30 plus years. Yeah. I mean, we, we... I will simply say this. I remember being a kid watching the Tracy Ullman show and, and seeing the little shorts of The Simpsons on there. Yeah. And... And just was enthralled with them, right? And when they got, when it was announced that they were getting their own show, it's like, 
wait, what? <laughs> the, that them from that show? And yeah, love The Simpsons. Now, admittedly, have not watched probably the last ten years worth of right. of Simpsons, but enjoyed them thoroughly uh, for for at least the good first half of their <laughs> Yeah, well, I think if you're a Simpsons fan or if you watch The Simpsons at all, the 90s was their golden age. Yeah. So we won't talk too much about them, but since this is a 90s podcast, I'll just, or a 90s cartoon episode of the podcast, I'll just say, yeah, the, ni- the 90s ruled for The Simpsons. Yeah. And early 2000s too, but I don't know. I can't pinpoint exactly when I stopped. Not dis- I don't dislike The Simpsons, but it's not as good yeah. as it used to be, which is anything. But, I mean, they've been off 30 for like years. 30 years. So. 30 years kind of, yeah. It's, it's hard to... That'll do it. Even even Gunsmoke started to falter after, you know, a few years, you know? So <laughs> it happens to the best of them. Which used to be, Gunsmoke used to be the longest scripted, t- longest running scripted TV show ever until The Simpsons... And, until The Simpsons broke dethroned it. ...dethroned it, so... Sorry, yeah. Matt Dillon. Sorry, yeah. it's It'll be okay. But yeah, so Simpsons exist. They're awesome. We'll do an episode just on The Simpsons. Yeah, we have to have a whole episode to give them justice. Exactly. Um, so we're going to focus on uh, some of the other stuff that, as I started making my list of cartoons I watched in the 90s, I really thought it was going to be shorter than this. Yeah. Um, and then I just kept thinking, oh, no, I watched that too. Oh, wait, no, I watched that too. Yeah. So um, the first two I'll throw out there are Tiny Toon Adventures and Animaniacs. Right. Tiny Toon Adventures to me, is underrated. Yes. It, I mean, I think it it was underrated at the time because it won awards, mm-hmm. but nobody really talks about Tiny Toon Adventures anymore. Correct. And I think that that's a shame because I know Paul Dini worked on Tiny Toon Adventures. He did. That's where he got his start. And, and uh, yeah, that was a great show. It was chaotic energy, and it was funny like the Looney Tunes, but with younger kids. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed it uh, thoroughly. I... I would watch them. Um, I'm, and maybe my maybe my foggy mind is is misremembering, but I'm pretty sure it was Tiny Toon Adventures, and then I thought Animaniacs was right after them, or maybe it was different. It, but Batman was in there somewhere too. Oh, as far as because it was on Fox, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that's a heck of a lineup. But maybe I'm wrong. We it is you know a while ago, <laughs> but yeah. Now, Tiny Toon Adventures was great, but man, Animaniacs was just... Animaniacs was pure chaos, yes. man. And I remember just, like, liking them, but I think that I would... If I were to go back, I, I would think that there was a lot of humor that went over my head, probably. Oh, yeah. Because I was quite young in the 90s. Yes. the Some of the jokes they got away with were absolutely... Yeah. I remember rewatching them because for a time you used to be able to stream them. I think on Netflix many moons ago, and I was was watching some with the kids. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> How did I not catch that yeah. before? <laughs> well, and and Animaniacs had a cast of characters because it was Animaniacs, but then they would have different. Oh yeah, you had Slappy the Squirrel. You had the pigeons. The pigeons, yeah. Uh, you had the pigeons that were kind of like Joe Pesci, yeah. And, and yeah, uh, of course, the best, the two best, Pinky and the Brain. Right, right. They got. Did they get their own show? They did get their own show, which was also in the '90s, I believe, or 
towards the end of the 90s, early 2000s, I forget which now. I think it was in the late 90s. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of their, oh my gosh, what are the what are the guys, gentlemen's names that did their voices? I just watched a video. Oh, like Rob a, Paulson. Yeah, Rob Paulson. Is and, one. And the other guy has like a, oh, is it like a, oh, that's going to kill me. I can't, I can't remember the other name, but they did a live action, um, and it was, they were in a bar, uh, it was just them, but they were doing the voices. It was hilarious. It but, is, uh, Jess Hartnell. Jess Hartnell is Wacko. Yeah. And then Tress McNeil is Dot. Yeah. Who, who was, who was the brain? Oh, that's Maurice LaManche. Yeah, Maurice LaManche, yeah. Sorry, I, I thought you were talking about... No. The, the Animaniacs. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Pinky the Brain. Sorry. Maurice LaMarche is, is the brain. Yep. But yeah, so... It got to a point where really that's all I cared about watching <laughs> the Animaniacs for was a Pinky the Brain uh, short in there. So... <laughs> that was just... That was me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Animaniacs was crazy. And they recently rebooted it. They did. Yes. I believe it's on Hulu. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not realize it was on Hulu. I bet you could watch the old stuff on HBO Max, though, because it's Warner Bros. You should be able to. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to have to look that up. I bet you could. I've I've not thought of that. I just now thought of that, yeah. Man, that's why you're the genius of the group. That's why I'm the brain. That's that's it. You're the brain. I'll be pinky. That's fine. (laughs) Um, So I do want to talk about... Gosh, there's so many I want to talk about. Um. But I want to talk about the obvious one. So there was a cartoon on Nickelodeon called Doug. Yeah, we got to talk about Doug. We got to talk about Doug. Um, it was kind of eerie. I remember when it first came out, and of course, oh, you're Doug. Yeah. But he, do you remember the town that Doug and his family oh moved to? Oh my gosh, no. It was, I believe it was called Bluffington. That's right. What's funny about that, I was born in a town called Bluffton. <laughs> I was born in Bluffton, so it was just, it was pretty funny. So uh, we would watch Doug all the time, and of course you had Porkchop. Porkchop. And you had uh, um, Skeeter. Skeeter and Patty Mayonnaise. Patty Mayonnaise. Roger the Bully. Yes. Quail Man. Quail Man was Doug's uh, superhero Superhero. alter ego. Uh, He would write in his journal all the time. Yeah, Doug Doug was fun, very understated. Uh, just kind of a quirky little. Yeah. There wasn't anything grand about it. Yeah, right? it was really based in reality. Now yeah. that you mention it, unlike a lot of these '90s cartoons, it the, was the animation was very unique. It almost kind of looked squiggly. Yeah. You know, like the it was uh, non-defined hard edges. It was just it had a neat look to it, and it was very more of a quiet, fun. But yeah, it it wasn't. A lot of 90s stuff was very uh, out there yeah. and very loud and very over the top, where this was was opposite. Um, so I enjoyed it very much. Um, very much different from the next two that I'll yeah. mention, which the first one is Ren and Stimpy. Mm. Um, Ren and Stimpy, what can we say about that? Um, it It is... Probably the precursor for Family Guy. Oh yeah. Um, even Square SpongeBob SquarePants because Steve Hillenberger 
before Rocco's Modern Life, which we'll talk about, also dealt with Ren and Stimpy, I believe. Um, now, unfortunately, as, as we discussed um, this morning as we were getting prep done, uh, the gentleman who came up with Ren and Stimpy, John Crickafalusi or whatever his name is, John K., um, yeah, he did some not-so-great things. Um, this made some, some poor choices. Yeah. And so we're, we're not going to... We won't celebrate it too yeah, much. Yeah, we won't sing his praises. Yes. But, but Red and Stimpy was... I was probably... I'm trying to think if I was too young to be watching it. Oh, yeah. Um, but probably. Um, but, man, it was just so much different than anything that was on. It, it Dad would just die laughing. Um, because, you know, it was... It's an adult cartoon. It is not for kids. <laughs> but it was on Nickelodeon. And I don't understand how that worked. Yeah. My but. memory of uh, Ren and Stimpy is another VHS that we had. I think it was an orange one. You remember those? Mm-hmm. The orange Nickelodeon ones? Yeah. And it was an episode where Ren and Stimpy addict, uh, adopted a, uh, a a large man named Kowalski. <laughs> yes, yes. And he wanted meat. Yes. That's John and I, my brother John and I still quote each other, quote that to each other to this day. That's funny. See, my my favorite thing to quote is Mr. Horse. Mr. Horse, yeah. Yes. So, Mr. Horse, what do you think about that? Hmm. Hmm. No, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know why. To this day, I still do it. Yeah. And drives Sharon nuts. Really? <laughs> but, yeah, it's log. Yeah. Remember it's long? Uh, yeah. Vaguely. Yeah. I, Ren and Stimpy wasn't one I got to watch a lot. Well, I bet not. <laughs> not, I mean, because you were, what, 92? Yeah. Born in 92? So, yeah. No. I can't imagine. Even in reruns, I don't really yeah. think it's, I watched it that much. So, for Christmas one year, Sharon got me the Lost Episodes. Oh. And then she got me the Uncensored <laughs> uh, collection. And, um... Yeah, if you thought Ren and Stimpy was edgy uh, being aired the way it was, boy, it it went to a whole new level uncensored. <laughs> Jeez. It, uh, but it is clear, um, it is clear that, that that is truly, if you don't have Ren and Stimpy, I don't know that you get uh, Rocco or SpongeBob or... Definitely don't get Family Guy. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, maybe Seth MacFarlane can sell it, but I mean, my goodness, it, it was just it was definitely over the top. Um, a lot of honey, funny moments though. <laughs> but right, and so I want to talk about Rocco's Modern Life though, because that is yeah. definitely one that Dad and I watched all the time. If you don't know what Rocco's Modern Life is, um, he's a little wallaby um, who moves to America, and. Uh, yeah, he's just, uh, life ain't what he thought it was going to be. <laughs> you know, lots of laundry. Lots of laundry. Lots of laundry. Uh, he's got his faithful companion, Spunky. Yeah. Um, his best friend is a cow that was raised by wolves. <sighs> heifer, heifer wolf. And he, heifer is definitely Spongebob's ancestor. <laughs> or not Spongebob, uh, Patrick, Patrick. Starr. Steve... Steven Hillenberg was creative uh, director, I believe was his title, for Rocco. And then he took all the people, once Rocco was done, and basically took them over to, to start on SpongeBob. Oh, wow. But yeah, so 
he he had uh, the big heads. What's the name of the his neighbors? I couldn't yeah, remember. Yeah. Um, and then what was the, he had the turtle Sheldon or no no Shelbert? Philbert oh Philbert Philbert was his turtle friend, and I mean it was just they weren't as overt as Ren and Stimpy, but they definitely pushed the envelope as far as uh, adult humor references. Um, I know they were, of course, I didn't catch any of it. Right. Or not as much of it. Because I, I was an early teen one that came out. So, um, but you know, I'd like to think that I was naive and, and <laughs> you know, sheltered. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we, Dad never said anything. It's not like he's like, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe they did that or whatnot. He just sat there and chuckled along and, and... Now I look back on it, and it's like, oh, wow, that was... I can see what they were saying. But Rocco, for me, Rocco's Modern Life is one of the most underrated oh, yeah. cartoons for the 90s. Yeah, it's a great one. It's funny, it's weird, well animated, sticks with you. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about it 30 years later, so... Absolutely. And it and that was what really jump-started, um, what's his name, Carlos Aller... Allah's Rocky. Something like that. I don't know how you say that, that was, was he, his Was he Rocco? Yes. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. That what that's what jump started his his voice acting career. And so I mean yeah, it's just I Yeah. I'm pretty sure Tom Kinney was in He's been Rocco. in everything. Um Mr. Lawrence, who did Plankton, yep. was in, he was Filbert. Oh really? <laughs> he was Filbert. So Oh my gosh. Yeah, it it I just Batman anime series is the best, but I tell you what, I there's a lot of fun memories. Well, you could say sitting it's, and watching Rocco's Modern Life with Dad. You could you could break it up and say Rocco is the best comedy. Oh yes, because Batman was not a comedy. Batman was not a comedy. No, you you are correct. There. So you could say like, out of the comedy you cartoons, know what? you get my brain. I like that. Thanks. Yeah, you know <laughs> why not? My thought is why not have the best of all worlds. I like that. Okay, you know. Because Unicron will soon eat the world. He so. sure will. What? And as Unicron is staring at us right now. Yeah. Oh, he's hungry. He is. What are do you? So, what are ones that you remember from your youth? One that uh, I always watched was Hey Arnold. Yes. Okay. Um, hey Arnold was it, from the beginning of the show when it had its uh, theme song. It was very catchy and very eye-catching because the characters looked so different. Mm-hmm. Arnold himself had a football head. Um, there are a lot of really good episodes of Hey Arnold, um, and it's sometimes they would play it on Nick at Night or not Nick at Night, but whatever they would play at night now, and uh, I would still watch it because it was so good. Um, great cast of characters, really funny, really fun, but also really heartfelt mm-hmm. in a lot of episodes. So that's one that like always sticks with me. Um, one I do want to talk about that I don't know if you watched, but you probably did, was Freakazoid. Yes, I did. I was not a religious Freakazoid watcher, but well, nobody was because I got canceled after one season. Yes, but yes, I did watch Freakazoid. Uh, Freakazoid was weird and ahead of its time. Yes, uh, it would definitely have worked well with like Adventure Time and yes. regular show. Yeah, if it if it would have been made fifteen years later on um, Adult Swim, yeah. It, it would have had an audience. Yeah. That's for sure. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it got 
canceled. I think it was just one season. And uh, I think you're right. If you don't know anything about Freakazoid, it was... I mean, how do you describe Freakazoid? It was a guy who could... Oh, good lord, how do you describe that? Uh, it's a superhero comedy... Um, chronicling the adventures of the title character Freakazoid, a crazy teenage superhero battles a bizarre array of supervillains. Oh, it had two seasons. Oh, well, there we go. And Steven Spielberg was involved. Steven Spielberg presents Freakazoid. Oh, so kind of like Animaniacs. Yeah, created by Bruce Timm and Paul Dini. Did not know that. No kidding. That's what it says. I didn't know that either. Huh. Yeah. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah, it does. But it was... It was a, an odd show. It had odd villains, an odd superhero main character, odd humor. So it didn't catch on too much. But um, it's fondly remembered, I think, by a lot of people now because it's age, because we've aged and we've been able to appreciate it. I wonder if that's on uh, HBO Max too because it's a uh, it's a WB. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. Well, I'm gonna have to do some homework. <laughs> Because, yeah, I remember liking it, but it was just one of those ones where I, I couldn't find it all the time or or just didn't work out with with my scheduling. But I remember watching... What I did watch, I really enjoyed. Yeah, I think I remember it being on really early for some reason, and I was like, what is this weird cartoon, this Frico weird cartoon? But uh, I'd like to rewatch it and see how you know how it aged. Because... I would like to see that, too. Yeah, what? Maybe we'll start a Freakazoid watch party. Yeah, Freakazoid fan club. Woo. There we go. Bring it back. Time for a reboot. What else you got? There's mm-hmm. got to be more for you. Yeah, of course. Uh, Rugrats. Oh, yeah. That's on my list, too. Yeah. Uh, Rugrats was fun because it me- like at the time I didn't appreciate it, but it really made fun of adult life Yes. in a, in a really good way. To me, it was just funny because it was talking babies. and Yeah. And the, the, the schemes that they would get into. How many, of the, how many of the kids can we rename? Okay, I can do them all. Tommy. Tommy. His brother, Dill. Yeah. Chucky. Phil, Lil, Angelica, and Susie. There we go. Pickles. Pickles, yep. Yeah, Dill Pickles. I always remember that made me chuckle every time. Yeah. Dill Pickles. Yeah. Yep. And then there was the... I don't know if this was in the... Two, I think it was in the early 2000s, but they had those movies... Yes. What was the... Wasn't there a dog? What was the dog's yeah, name? Spike. Spike. Yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed Rugrats. I, I know we watched it quite a bit. Um, but yes, it, it made... The thing I, I remember most is how much it, it made fun of the adult world. Yeah. Um, I always enjoyed that very much. Right around the same time as Rugrats, or at least in my mind, again it was, was, um... Ah! Real Monsters. (laughs) Yeah, that was a really good one. I used to watch that all the time. I loved uh, the guy with the eyeballs. I forget his name. Yes. But he was my favorite. That that show was like... I don't know if it was scary to me as a kid, but uh, it was kind of gross. Yes. Because they were like... Didn't they live in the sewer? They lived in the sewer. How in the world did they get? Uh, well, I mean, again, it's the nineties. It seems like they're just doing everything yeah. that gets pitched, but it's such a a bizarre fever dream of a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, really. It was just again, it was just one of those ones that was so different. We couldn't help but like it. 
Um, not that it was, you know... Sorry, my cat's trying to eat my toys. Oh, my God. <laughs> and And... Or not my cat, Maddie's cat. So, there you go, John. There's the appearance of Gus. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, so, all real monsters. That was, um, the, the unfortunate thing, I can't tell you, I can't tell you a whole lot about it. I don't remember as yeah, much about it. I don't either. That's so, weird. I know we watched it. Yeah. I know you had the guy with the eye. Wasn't there one that had stinky armpits? That might have been the same guy. Cause it wasn't had, the same guy? Would, he would hold up and he had Yeah, that's right. Out. He'd hold it. Yep. Uh, you had the guy that had the weird, the weird shaped head. Yep. And then the girl who looked like a, a cane almost. An yes. upside down cane. Yep. Or a snake maybe. Yeah. So that's that's about all I can I can remember about that one. But, so, oh well. Yeah. It existed. It's it's a good one though. It and was, I really like the animation of that one. The way that it That one was fun. I just, I, I'm... It just didn't resonate, I guess. Well, maybe we, were, we just weren't ready for it. It was ahead of its time. There we go. Um, so here's a here's one that I was surprised. Actually, I think this was on the list, too, of the ones that aren't wildly remembered, and that's Beetlejuice. See, I knew there was a Beetlejuice cartoon, but I could not tell you anything about it. Um, I just remember... so. I didn't watch the Beetlejuice movie until after I watched the Beetlejuice cartoon. Oh, okay. Um, we we I don't think we went and saw the Beetlejuice movie in the theater. Um, so yeah, so it shows up and we're watching it and it's fun and you know you've got Beetlejuice and sandworms and yeah. Lydia and and whatnot. And then when I finally watched the Beetlejuice movie, I'm like. Wait a minute. He's he's the bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true because in the cartoon he's, in the cartoon him and Lydia were best friends yeah. and they're 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 ghost fighting and doing <laughs> this and that and all this weird stuff's happening and yeah, that's not how it was in the movie. No. I do remember liking the animation of uh, Beetlejuice a lot. Yeah. Um, the way that they drew Beetlejuice and his teeth, especially. Yes, yes. I thought that was a pretty funny thing. But but I don't know that I ever watched... I mean, I probably watched it, but I couldn't remember if I were... I'm, like, really thinking hard right now. And Yeah, I couldn't recite any episodes to you. I mean, there's nothing... There's nothing... I remember watching, I remember liking it, and, and then my world was, you know, torn asunder yeah. when I realized that... They didn't like each other in the movie. <laughs> Why Nona and Michael Keaton weren't besties? No, no. It's a yeah, shame. that's an interesting departure. I wonder. Must have just been because they were aiming it for kids. They wanted them to be more. Well, yeah. I mean, how do you make that? How do you make that character in a cartoon? Yeah, I'm... you you can't. Yeah. So I mean, they almost have to do it the way they do. Um. Now, we already talked about Regrets. I do want to talk about one that, in my mind, is probably one of the most unsung 90s cartoons, and that's Gargoyles. Ah, Gargoyles. I think that has a cult status now. I would say that you're correct. It it is... So, we started re-watching it, because you can... It's on Disney+. Plus. Nice. And... I I had forgotten just how absolutely great 
uh, it was. So if you've not watched Gargoyles, they, I mean, it's, it's what they are. They're Gargoyles. Warriors by Night. Warriors by Night. And um, the first episode sets up wild, why they're in, you know, modern day. Is it New York? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all named after parts of New York. That's right. And um, it was just, for its time, The again, animation style wasn't the same. It was very much more... What's the word I want to use? Clean. It wasn't. Yeah. It, it was darker. I mean, it was very much it like Batman the Animated Series. It was. It was a. It was a darker theme. You. It wasn't. You know, all puppy dogs and rainbows. Uh, a lot of the content was very much uh, the the themes were were not child. It was. You know, you had a lot of uh, Shakespearean references and and. If I remember right, there's some Scottish mythology in there. Uh, just all kinds of more adult-like themes. But yet, to me, it was enjoyable as a kid. Um, but re-watching it, and I've, I forget how many episodes I'm in now. Because um, unfortunately, it's it's been a couple months since I've been able to enjoy it. But it was still enjoyable. It, it holds up. And I think it's probably because it's not kiddie. Right. You know, it's not... Not just a kid's cartoon. Right. It's. I would say, I don't know if many people think this is different, but I would say it's all ages versus a kid's cartoon because all ages, there is something for everyone. Correct. And I know that the line is probably pretty thin yeah. between those two things, but there is a difference between watching something like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Gargoyles. I mean... Correct. Because, trust me, with my nieces and nephew... I see a lot of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And it is not gargoyles. No. No, not many things are. <laughs> I I if if you have not watched Gargoyles and you have um, a Disney Plus subscription, I strongly urge you to give it a watch. Now, it was only on for two seasons, I believe. Oh, okay. I think. Now correct me if I'm wrong, but Keith David was Goliath, right? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, if if you know Keith David, he's from The Thing and from They Live, uh, and he voiced the main character. He's got a great. Oh, he was also in Community. The last he was three season. seasons. Sorry, three seasons. Okay, so there were three seasons. But I feel like they're always talking about bringing Gargoyles back. Yes, Jonathan Frakes. Oh yeah, he's like the bad guy, isn't he? Yep. Um, Ed Asner was a voice in there. Frank Welker. Oh, nice. So I mean, yeah, it was. Gorgoyles was really good, and yeah, it, it, it definitely deserves a reboot, uh, and it would be nice to see it uh, come back, because that's definitely one that you could do uh, today and make it just as, as fun. And then here's another one, uh, if you have a Disney Plus subscription. That you can watch, and that's Darkwing Duck. Oh yeah, Darkwing Duck. The terror that flaps in the night. The terror, <laughs> if I recall correctly. Oh, that one was fun. He was not one that I watched all the time. Yeah, I didn't watch him very much. Um, but when I did, I did enjoy it, and I have I've rewatched some uh, on Disney Plus, and absolutely love it. I think they're are they doing something new with him too? Yeah, or? I think so. Because he was in the. 
reboot of DuckTales. Correct. And I think he got his own spinoff show. Yes. Just like back in the day when he got his own spinoff show. That's how he did yeah. Oh my goodness. Drake Mallard. Drake Mallard. Voiced by? I don't remember. Jim Cummings. Oh, that's right. And then you got Launchpad McQuack. (laughs) So I know DuckTales isn't in the 90s. It ends in 1990, but I just want to share this funny thing I looked up. Mm-hmm. I did look it up to make sure what year it ended, and it was 1990. But you know in Wikipedia, uh, it says pilot, and then it lists the pilot episode. But whoever edited this Wikipedia article must have misunderstood because they put Launchpad McQuack. And he is the pilot He's... in DuckTales. Yeah. And I was like, that's not what that means. That's... <laughs> oh, that's great. Or they're just trying to be funny. I, I guess, but Wikipedia, you better crack down on that. I'm serious about DuckTales. Yeah, come on now. Let's see, what else? I'll, I'll, I'll rapid fire some other ones. So Tailspin, I think, was in the 90s. Tailspin, yeah, that was a but, spinoff of uh, Chip and Dale, wasn't it? Yeah, or? I think so. Which, I think we discovered Chip and Dale started in the 80s, right? Yeah, I think so. Ended in the 90s. Um, let's see, you've got... Uh, Cat Dog started in the late nineties. Yeah, Cat Dog was another fever dream of a show. That's how does that even work? You know, half cat, half dog. Yeah, but it wasn't like they shared a. It wasn't like they had a body, uh, like a normal body. It was like one end was a cat and one end was a dog. Yeah, which is like the weirdest concept. Yes, and uh, killer theme song though. Yes, but uh, but really weird. That's the thing. Like in the eighties, it was all like action cartoons to sell toys but in the yes. 90s it was like what weird thing can we just do mm-hmm. and it's like what if we had half cat half dog and some executive was like yeah alright let's, let's do it we've got a time slot to fill yeah exactly it's, it seems like they were just how many half hour shows can we put <laughs> in here so that we don't have to pay royalties for any you know old shows yeah. or something it, it's literally it, it just blows my mind but um yeah, cat dog. That was one I did not watch um, a whole lot oh, of. I watched a lot of cat dog. Um, my dad watched it more than I did. Uh, same with Angry Beavers. My dad Ugh. really liked Angry Beavers, which started in the late nineties too. Um, and I would watch some of them, but I didn't. I didn't watch a ton of those. Angry Beavers was really fun. Uh, it had the two brothers, Daggett and Norbert, mm-hmm. uh, or Norbit. Am I thinking of Norbit again? I think it's Norbert. Uh, yeah, but I said Norbit. Like, Norbit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Daggett and Norbit. Yeah. And uh, those guys were great. And uh, they, I don't know. They were just, there was another, there was something about 90s Nickelodeon that was like chaos in the cartoon form. Mm-hmm. And those two were no exception. I have a lingering memory of one episode that I watched a lot that had to do with like an old horror movie. You would love this episode. It was like about a killer brain or something. Mm. Like, one of them was watching it, and they were getting scared because they thought it was coming to life or something. I can't really remember it, but it was there, and it was it was great. Hmm. But Angry Beavers was, was a really fun one. It was on, I think it was on probably around the same time as Cat Dog, but I watched Cat Dog a lot more. Huh. Or maybe it was before Cat Dog, but I don't know. I You know what? I don't know. I could look up. That's all right. Oh, did you ever watch Kablam? I did, yes. Oh my god, you want to talk about weirdo. Yeah. Kablam was like Kablam. a... <laughs> how would you even describe it? It was like a 
not a variety show, but uh, an anthology, maybe. I yes, anthology is probably the best way to describe it. It was like, but they would have like reoccurring cartoons. Yes, and it was like different segments, but it was the same cartoon. So each episode would have like four cartoons, and they'd be the same cartoons, but they'd be little uh, serialized versions of like Action League Now and uh, Prometheus and Bob. Mm-hmm. That was a really funny show. It was hosted by these two cartoon characters. Uh, I can't remember their name. But uh, Kablam! I watched a lot of because it had a lot of variety. So that was always really fun. But yeah, that was that was another weird Nickelodeon one. Yeah. There, you know, I think there's a reoccurring theme with the 90s cartoons. Is they just were... They were out there. It was almost like people who grew up in the 80s watch those 80s cartoons, and then when they wanted to become animators, they were like, let's reject what came before yeah. and just make just totally crazy cartoons. Yeah. How 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 weird can we make that? Yeah. Now, were you a fan of Dexter's Laboratory? Um, yes. Big fan of Dexter's Lab. Uh, watch it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Not mid-90s, if anyone doesn't know. Now, was that exclusively Cartoon Network, yes, or did it air was, on something else? That was Cartoon Network. Because that's how I remember watching it. Yeah. But, uh, yes. Oh, my God. That one was so weird. Uh, that was one of the ones where... So, my dad actually was like, Hey, have you have you caught this Dexter's Lab yeah. yet? And I'm like, No. And so I would watch it. Yeah, that's... For the longest time, now I don't know if they still do, but for the longest time, uh, Cartoon Network would play reruns of them oh, like, really? later at night before they had Adult Swim. Yeah, and and that's how I actually I would watch it. Um, I don't know if they still do or not. I don't think so. They, I think they only play them on Boomerang now. Oh, was that so? Probably. Oh, that's sad. Um, Dexter's Lab was great because it had giant robots and yeah. monsters, and it had the Justice League spoof. Yes, with Major Glory and yes. um, Van. What was his name? Van Helling or Van? Oh Hing. my he was gosh! Supposed what to be was... Thor. Yes, and then the incredible. But, and that, Kronk. and I, if I remember right, Tom Kenny, uh, Van Halen. Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and Tom Kenny did his voice. Yeah, and the Super Monkey. Yep. And there was an episode with Wrestler, which Jurassic was Pooch. Jurassic Pooch. That's right. <laughs> the, there's a really good episode of Dexter's Lab where Super Monkey has to wrestle Wrestler or whatever his name mm-hmm. was. Voiced by Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Mandark, who's next Dexter's... I was just going to ask you, Mandark, yep. He's uh, Dexter's arch nemesis. Yep. And there's a lot of things I remember about Dexter's Lab. I really loved that show a lot. Yeah. I Dexter's Lab and probably watched way too much of that in Johnny Bravo. Oh my God, did I watch Johnny Bravo. Yeah, yeah. Love. Johnny Bravo was just one of those ones where you're like, what... What in the ever-loving heck? I can't tell are, you. How... Are you doing? But man, I loved it. I can't tell you how many times in the '90s and the early 2000s I would say, "Do the monkey with me." <laughs> I didn't know what the monkey was. Oh, too funny! Too funny. I guess I knew it was that dance, but I, I could have just—I just knew that from the show. So anyone who doesn't know Johnny Bravo is like this, you know, big giant. Is he supposed to be a teenager, or is he like an adult? I think he's like in his early 20s. But he's he's always wearing sunglasses, has a big, big blonde pompadour, <laughs> and talks like Elvis. 
knows knows kung fu, karate, and and he's crazy about the ladies. He's crazy about the ladies, and, but they're not crazy about him. They are not fond of him. No, and yeah, and then and then there you go. Chaos ensues yeah. after that. It is literally just it's ridiculousness, but it's great. We actually bought a. I don't know if it's season one or or if it's like a best of collection for Wyatt one year for Christmas, because he remembers watching it uh, in reruns at his Nona and Pappy's house. So <laughs> we went ahead and got it one year because <laughs> we're parents of the year. Yeah. So, yeah. John Barber was great. Um, I do want to mention a couple that are barely '90s cartoons. Uh huh. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yes. That is one of my favorite cartoons of all time. Yep. If you know me, you know I like the spooky, supernatural, weird stuff. I'm going to say that, that, like, that. this was at the same time I was reading Goosebumps, okay? Mm-hmm. So these are like my formative layers of the bedrock that are Jordan. Are monsters, ghosts, aliens, unsolved mysteries, that kind of stuff. So I'm watching Courage Cowardly Dog, and uh, in the words of the Dean from Community, I hope this doesn't awaken something in <laughs> But it did. It awakened so much in me. So that was another really great one yeah. that we watched religiously. Now that one started in 1999, I think. Yeah, so it was late, not very late 90s. Most of it was in the 2000s, Correct. but I do want to just mention that one briefly because I think we're going to talk about early 2000s cartoons. We're going to do point. an early 2000s too. So we yeah. won't talk about Courage too much. Yeah. But uh, the other one that takes place a couple years in the 90s that I would be totally remiss to not mention, is King of the Hill. Yes. King of the Hill, one of my favorite cartoons of all time, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. And we just did a toy show. Uh-huh. We'll talk about this more at the end of the month. Well, I'll talk about this more later when we talk about King of the Hill. But I met one of the animators from King of the Hill. That was really cool. Uh, and, yeah, so King of the Hill, one of the funniest things that I have ever seen. I love it because it's so grounded in reality. Like, we were talking about Doug, mm-hmm. and King of the Hill is very much the same where the Simpsons, they go to space. They yeah. do this. They do that. But King of the Hill is, like, very mundane things. Yeah. And I find a lot of humor in, in the mundane. So, But that one only had a couple years in the two th- or in the 90s, so we won't talk about it. I won't talk about it that much. But it started in 97, so. Yeah. And most of its run was in the 2000s. And they're rebooting it, so... And they are rebooting it, which is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. King of the Hills... So that's one that I don't know... By then, I'm working a bunch. I'm in college. I knew of his existence, and I I watched it every now and again. And I I knew it was by the same guy who did Beavis and Butthead. Oh, Beavis and Butthead. And um, another 90s. Yeah. Um, very 90s, my gosh. Very 90s. Very 90s. And I would watch it, and I would enjoy it, but I never got on a schedule where yeah. I was constantly watching it. Um, it's one of those things where I've meant to, like, you know, kind of go back and stream it and yeah. and kind of go from the beginning. Because um, I'm sure... I I am positive that King of the Hill probably holds up better than Beavis and Butthead does. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I would imagine if I went back and rewatched some Beavis and Butthead, I'd be like, "What? What were we thinking?" <laughs> <laughs> but for the time, for the time, Beavis and Butthead was awesome. Beavis and Butthead was one I was not allowed to watch. I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look. I didn't watch it a ton, but you know who hasn't? You know, pulled their shirt up over their head right. and said that they are the mighty Cornholio. Right. <laughs> 
I mean, at least once in your life. Right, yeah. Oh, gosh. Too funny. I wanted to, since we're running low on time. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to go through some of the ones that I never watched. Okay. That, so, I obviously won't be able to say anything about these. So, it's more, if any of you out there have watched any of these. Yeah. You know how to get hold of us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Tell us if you've got any memories of it or, you know, is it worth trying to find and watching and what's great about it. So, first one, which I think you know, is SWAT Cats. Yeah, that's the Radical Squadron. I didn't watch too much of that, but it was on Boomerang for a while. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I never, never watched. I knew of its existence and and that was about it. Then there's Bucky O'Hare and the Toad <laughs> Wars. Yeah, Bucky O'Hare. Uh, I'm mostly familiar with Bucky O'Hare as an arcade game. Yeah. I never saw the cartoon. Uh, I just played the arcade game at Chuck E. Cheese. Nice. Nice. I'm sure I, I was terrible at I, it. I remember the arcade game, too. I didn't know they did a cartoon yeah. of it. Um, then there are Street Sharks. Street Sharks? Uh, I didn't watch too much of Street Sharks, but I do know it's Jawsome. It's what? Jawsome. Jawsome. Yeah, that's what, ja- they, that's what they said. Jaws and awesome. Yeah, that's I, what the Street Sharks would say. I'm picking up what you're laying down that's, now. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. That's what they call a play on words, isn't it? Yeah, okay. a very 90s play on words. Fair, I, I gotcha. Jawsome. Right. Jawsome. <laughs> Man, I'm showing my age now. <laughs> <clears throat> that's Earth, okay. Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim. Now, Earthworm Jim, I love the video game. I have it for the Sega. Love playing it. Did not know they did a cartoon for it. Yeah, I can't say that I've ever seen the cartoon. And I want to say it was more than one season. I think so, because he was probably at the height of his popularity back then. Uh, Video game, I give two thumbs up to. So anyone who's never played Earthworm Jim should. It's great. (laughs) My gosh. Uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, I was hoping you would bring that one up, because I actually have seen an episode of that. See, I and I never did. So what was it like? Amazing. Yeah? First of all, it's got a great theme song okay so if you are listening to this go to youtube and google or uh, youtube uh attack of the killer tomatoes cartoon theme song we'll do it after the show okay i'll, I'll show it to you it's really great and uh, i picked up the word Kapitolinsky because there was a communist tomato <laughs> in the one episode that i watched okay uh, or at least he was supposed to be russian I'm, I'm not sure if he was communist but he called him a capitalist so yeah huh now when I was when I was reading the little blurbs and all these, I thought it was funny, and I told you this. Yeah. Um, the reason that the cartoon came about was because of the Muppet Babies cartoon. Yes, yeah. So the Muppet Babies had several episodes where they would use scenes from the actual movies, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, and then they made Attack of the Killer Tomatoes cartoons or something or other that went with it. Um, and so they went ahead and just made a cartoon for it. <laughs> and it just blows my mind. That's that totally wild. That the Muppet Baby spurned the attack of the Camilla Tilla Killer. Yeah. Whoa. Um, this one I knew existed, never watched, and I'm pretty sure I have comics of it, but Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah, Biker Mice from Mars. Never seen it. Uh, I only know mostly about it as a toy line. Yeah. Uh, and they are remaking the toy line. Really? Yes, oh. I... Collect a magazine called Toy Collector. Yeah. And the cover of this month's issue was Biker Mice from Mars. Biker Mice from Mars. So there you go. So if you are having nostalgia for the Biker Mice from Mars. They're bringing out. They're bringing it back. They're bringing it back. 
Well, are they going to bring back Samurai Pizza Cats? I don't think so, unfortunately. That was the number one uh, 90s cartoon that you probably forgot about. Yeah, I, I have heard of that one. I never saw it. I've seen images of it. So I know the gist. I get the gist. Yeah. I I mean, I saw a picture and I'm like, okay, yeah. Well, that's one of those Ninja Turtles rip-offs, I think. So. Well, sure. Of course. Got to make the money on it. Yeah. But there's one more I want to talk about. Okay. Because I wanted to make sure I could talk a little bit about it. If you're a comic book person and you listen to our indie comic episode, yeah. you are aware of the comic called Savage Dragon, which is an image title. It was one of their first titles and it was a long-running one. Um, I think they just recently stopped yeah, I think so. publishing it. Um, but it had a two-season run as an animated series. Never knew this. Um, apparently, it followed the source material very closely, which is interesting. It, um, it wasn't a crazy animated show like most 90s. Yeah. But listen, they had Mark Hamill... Was did voice acting Frank Welker, Michael Dorn from Star Trek: Next Generation, and there was a couple other people that were that were big, uh, big names, and I'm just you had never heard of this either, right? No, it really surprised me when you said that because I'm not a huge Savage Dragon fan, but the fact that that is completely unheard of for me is that's really strange. Yeah, two seasons, only 26 episodes though, which is really interesting because. Oh, Jim Cummings did oh, a voice wow. in it too, and Rob Paulson. <laughs> wow, it's just—it's like what in the? It, it's so strange. So the dragon was voiced by Jim Cummings, and you had Michael, or Mark Hamill, Michael Dorn, Jennifer Hale, um, Frank Welker, Paul Eiding, Rob Paulson, Tony J. Um, it was so it it aired the same time. That the animated, uh, the cartoon Street Fighter, the Mortal Kombat oh, cartoon, yeah. and uh, Wing Commander Academy. So they all, uh, they all fed at the same time. That's really weird because most cartoons usually got you know like thirty episodes right, a, a yeah. season, and it only had 20, 22 for two or twenty six for two. Um, that's wild. But it was on the it was on the USA Network. I didn't realize they did original cartoons. No. And this it was in 95 and 96. Wow. And I had USA then. What the world was I doing? You weren't watching Savage I, Dragon. I wasn't watching Savage. Now, like you, I'm not a huge... I, I've only read a handful of issues of Savage Dragon. It was never... Yeah. Eh, I mean, okay. But it's just wild to me that they had a cartoon and I didn't even... That's something I thought I would know. Yeah. Just shows that I don't know everything. Don't tell Sharon. Oh. Okay. Although the cat's out of the bag now. Cat's out of the bag. Oh. Well, we have like four months to think of an excuse. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, so I look. As always, we're bound to miss something, right? There's, oh, there's there's I so mean, many. Cartoons. I didn't. We didn't even talk about the adventures of the gummy bears. Oh wow. Yeah. We'll have a whole episode about that. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. Um. But yeah, so what was your guys' favorite 90s cartoons, or what ones did we miss, or you know, do you have a favorite episode of one of the ones that we talked about, or, or whatnot? It'd be, I'd be interested in hearing, because 
I think we've got a nice a nice enough cross section of of people who listen to the show. Yeah, that, there's got to be some '90s people. Definitely '90s right? people. Or like my parents who had to watch the cartoons with me because you were in it. Yeah, yeah so, so I'd be interested to hear what they have to say, what they remember. You know, you'll have to ask them about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I'd love to hear what people because there's so many cartoons from the '90s. We there's no way we could talk about them all. And like like you said, Simpsons, and we didn't talk about Ninja Turtles, but we already had an episode about Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there and there are cartoons that started in the late '90s that mostly took place in the 2000s that we'll get to eventually. So absolutely, because I think what was it? Uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. Didn't start till '99. When did SpongeBob start? '99. Yeah. So I mean, SpongeBob. We'll we'll cover him in the 2000s. Yeah. Um, SpongeBob. Although the one thing I'll say about SpongeBob, that was a cartoon that my dad turned me on to. Yeah, had no idea who SpongeBob SquarePants was, um, and he. I can't remember if we were talking on the phone because I by then I was living in Columbus. Yeah, and so I'm not sure if we were if we were talking on the phone or if he had come down for a visit, and we were like golfing or fishing or something. But I just he went. Have you watched any of that SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> and I'm like. What? He goes, SpongeBob SquarePants. It's a cartoon on Nickelodeon. I'm like, no. No, I haven't. And so we found we found it. Yeah. And, yeah, been loving it ever since. Yeah, it's a game changer. It, 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 the kids grew up on it. Um, I mean, we used to watch it all the time. Yeah, it's multi-generational. <laughs> it has spawned influence on the Internet that, yes. that I can't think of any cartoon that has matched it. Yeah. So, yes. but we'll definitely have to talk about that. SpongeBob will have its time in the 2000s, that's for <laughs> sure. That's for sure. I, we could probably almost do a whole hour on SpongeBob. Yeah. Um, as much as we used to watch it. We could have the kids on talking oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll do that. Multi-generational. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we can get, uh, maybe we can talk uh, their Nona into doing it. Because oh. I'm sure she loved watching SpongeBob yeah. when they were over at the house. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, so hit us up, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Let us know what uh, what your favorite 90s cartoons are. And uh, I guess we'll see you the next time around. That's right. All right, thanks, guys. Remember, stay nerdy.